1: Hello, writers. What's up? Welcome to Free MFA, a podcast about writing that hopes to help you become a better writer. I'm your host, Torre. I went to Columbia University's graduate program in creative writing for a year, about 25 years ago, and it changed me as a writer. My concentration was in nonfiction, as they say, but I still learned how to write fiction there and was able to leave and have a 25-year career as a writer. I only did one year in the program instead of two because I got a deal to work with the legendary rapper KRS-One to write his autobiography, beginning with interviewing him as he moved through England, Switzerland, Germany, and New Jersey. So I dropped out of school like a one-and-done college basketball player going pro. But I loved the Columbia program, and I want to use this podcast to talk about some of the things I learned there and in the years since. Writers are important. We are the people who explain the world to other humans. So I'm here for the writers, giving you a free MFA and liberating the lessons that are hidden away in the ivory tower of MFA school. You definitely don't need to go to an MFA program to become a writer, but a lot of the people I was in school with went on to become published authors. One of them became the Poet Laureate of the United States. So the programs do work, and they can help you become a great writer. Look at this show as a tasting menu from the MFA Smorgasbord of Information. I'm going to give you a little of what they taught me. The main tools in an MFA program are reading and deconstructing great writing and doing your own writing and having it deconstructed by your teachers and fellow students. On this show, I usually do a lot of the sort of deconstructing that MFA professors love to do to help you get inside the head of great writers. In this podcast format, I can't replicate the crit, the way that others take your work and rip it to shreds. It's really helpful to becoming a better writer to have someone who's smart and honest take your writing and rip it up and help you see how to make it better. You should cultivate a friend who can do that for you, and if you want me to be that tough but loving reader you can trust to help you work on your book, email me at bookcoach.tore.com or go to my site, torebookcoach.com and we can talk about it. All right, let's dig in. Today's class is a little different. Usually I have multiple parts, but today I have one focus, writer's block the thing every writer fears. But it's a term that means different things to different writers at different times. It could mean I don't know where to start. It could mean I've written part of the thing and I don't know where to go from here. It could mean I've looked at this thing so many times that I can't really see it anymore and I'm blind to it. My mind just shuts down when I try to read it because I've read it 99 times. Being blocked sucks. Anne Lamott in Bird by Bird says, there are few experiences as depressing as that anxious, barren state known as writer's block, where you sit staring at your blank page like a cadaver, feeling your mind congeal, feeling your talent run down your leg and into your sock. That's great visual writing, but I digress. The point is being blocked sucks. So what do you do? The eternal question, what do you do when you're blocked? Well, I think there's many kinds of writer's block, so the reason why you're blocked will relate to your specific situation, so I can only offer a wide array of potential solutions. I think in many cases, being blocked is a form of performance anxiety based around your fear about how someone will respond to your writing. It could be that you fear the general audience, an imposing editor, your friends, the best writers in the field, your mom, who knows? It could be that you're afraid of what someone will say about the piece or the book. If that's the case, if there's someone who's keeping you from putting your truth on the page, then you need to be honest with yourself about who that person is that you're afraid will read it and judge you negatively. You've got to identify your fear and think about why exactly you're afraid of that person's potential reaction. Once you admit that to yourself, then you can really know it and you can begin to deal with it. If it's a person you know, perhaps you can call them and talk to them and work through your fear in that way then again, that may be impossible. So you may want to try this exercise. Identify the person who you're afraid of. Get some paper and cut out five little strips, five little rectangles of paper, any size you want. And on each piece, write the word fuck, F-U-C-K. And then go into the bathroom and one by one, put the pieces of paper into the toilet and then flush it. And when the pieces of paper are gone, Look in the mirror and think of the person whose response you're afraid of. Really see that person there in the mirror and say to that person, I'm sorry, but I can't give a fuck because I'm all out of fucks. And then go back to the chair with a mercenary attitude and write whatever the fuck you really want to say. In some ways, you've got to care about the audience. You are speaking to specific people. But in some ways, you've got to not care about the audience. You've got to just say what you want and not let your fear of them stop you. I remember once going to see Chris Rock perform, and he told a joke about sleeping around on his wife and having to put girls through college because of it, and his wife was sitting in the row right in front of us. After the show, I went backstage and I saw Rock, I've known him forever, and I said, so uh, how do you do a joke like that right in front of your wife? He said, she doesn't say anything. My joke's paid for that big house that she lives in. Basically, he's saying, I say whatever I want because my art, my work comes first that mercenary attitude that comics have that lets them say whatever they want without caring who hears it, you've got to grab that for yourself as a writer. That said, I think a lot of the time when you're blocked, it means you need to be easier on yourself. You may not have an outsider blocking you. It might be you, your inner voice saying negative things and doubting you or doubting the piece. Take it easy on yourself. Try not to judge yourself so harshly. There's a difference between being aware that the piece is not done and letting some voice in your head rant and rave about how the piece sucks, you suck, writing sucks, everything sucks. Chill. Give yourself some room to explore on the page without judging. An artist can't find the right answer unless they make some missteps or mistakes. The mistakes aren't evidence that you're not a great writer. They are the steps you take on the road to finding out what you really want to say. The difference between a good writer and a great one is quite often endurance. Who's willing to sit in the chair day after day, year after year, fighting to get it done, piece by piece, building up a writer's mind? Doing that over years will forge you into a writer who can face down the dragon that's called being blocked. Once, Picasso was sitting in a cafe. I wasn't present for this, but I heard about it. And someone came by and said, ''Oh my God, Picasso, can you draw me something?'' And Pablo says, sure. And he grabs a napkin. He draws some lines on it for a moment. And then he gives it to the man. The man says, oh, my God, this is amazing. How much? And Picasso says, one hundred thousand. The man says, what? Can't be worth that much. This little drawing took you three seconds. No, Picasso said, that drawing took me 40 years because he knew everything you do builds you as a creator. So if you can sit there day after day, year after year, you can become a good writer. But you have to have that sort of spiritual and intellectual endurance that allows you to push through the hard moments and keep going. The writer who's willing to endure longer, to put up with more missteps, to fight through more hard sentences that just won't come out right, to keep going when they don't know what to do, to stay in the chair when the work is frustrating the hell out of them, that person will eventually become a strong writer. Now, while you're in the chair showing off your endurance, try to avoid shifting your attention too much. Each time your mind switches tasks, you use up a lot of mental energy. Switching over to Twitter or Instagram or your texts or TV for a few minutes or even for a few seconds is mentally taxing and damaging to your overall concentration. You may feel like you have no momentum, but if at all possible, try to stay in it. Even if it's going badly, just sit there and stare at the page and look for new ways to approach the problem. Maybe skip over the problematic part and come back to it later. Anything to help you stay in the moment of creation. Rakim, the legendary MC, told me that when he feels blocked, he jumps to the end and creates the ending of the rhyme, so then he's just got to build up to the road to it. When he's clear on the big ending, it's easier for him to get going on the middle and maybe even the beginning. Then again, it could be that you're tired or you're just tired of the piece itself. Maybe it's not that you're blocked, but you just need to walk away from it for a little while. Every piece can benefit from you editing it after a cooling off period, like letting the cake settle. A moment when you step away from it and reset the mind and return to it with fresh eyes. I try to do that when I get toward the end. I've got a full draft and I think I'm almost there. So I walk away from it for a little while so I can clear out my short-term memory and come back to the piece with more clarity. I don't usually advise walking away entirely just because there's a difficult section. I'd rather you sit there and try to fight through it. But sometimes you need to walk away from the fight. If it's going on too long, give yourself a break. And if you're going to get up and walk away from a difficult section, I advise this. Just before you get up, read the part you're struggling with so you can imprint it on your memory so that while you're away from the piece your subconscious can be thinking about it and working on it. Quite often, your subconscious will come up with a good answer for you and you'll be able to get back on track. Sometimes when I'm stuck, I think it's because I haven't sufficiently planned the piece out. I don't have a strong enough sense of the structure or the path I'm trying to create. So I need to pull back and go into architect mode and make sure I know the point I'm trying to make and the path I want to take to get there and the feeling I'm trying to convey and the story I'm trying to tell. Sometimes you may be blocked by a lack of planning in a larger sense. You haven't given yourself enough routine around your writing time. It may be helpful to give yourself a specific writing time in your schedule, mornings, afternoons, whatever works for you. It's definitely helpful to sit in the same seat so that when you're there, your body knows, okay, it's time to create. You should also be aware of what you need to facilitate your writing. Knowing who you are as a writer includes knowing what you need when you write. I need a snack nearby, usually Oreos or pretzels or maybe Cheez-Its and some water. And if it's late, I'll have some Monster. I can drink that and write. And I need what I call an idea catcher, basically a pad onto which I write little things that have nothing to do with the work I'm focused on. Got to call so-and-so. Got to finish this piece of writing. Got to do the dishes. I should write a book about Ralph Ellison one day. Whatever. Just so those thoughts are up and out of my head And I can remain focused on the task at hand. Ultimately, you've got to enjoy the searching. The searching for words, for meaning, for whatever you need to help the piece become great. It takes time and tinkering, and it needs love. The piece needs love, and you need love. Don't be mad that it's not great yet. Love the piece into existence. Don't be mad that it's not coming easily. Love the opportunity that you get to be a writer. Know that being a writer is important and something worth fighting for. You've got to sit in the chair until it's done. It doesn't really matter if you're feeling it or not, if you're inspired or not, except that it's hard, that endurance is part of it, that you're going to have to dig deep to make something good. But I want you to be relaxed as you search. I want you to enjoy the search. Enjoy working hard at writing because even though writing is very hard on the mind, Most other forms of work are way harder on the body. Enjoy writing because it's important to society. If you love writing, then can you love the act of writing and how hard it is? And can the only opinion that really matters be yours? Does anyone ever get blocked when they're writing in their private journal? No, you don't get blocked when you're not afraid of anyone's reaction. So seek to remove your fear of other people's reactions. As artists, we should make ourselves the primary judges of our art. One of the times I interviewed Prince, we were in a conference room at Paisley Park, and he said that to him, an album is a success when he says it's done. At that point, it's a success. Doesn't matter what the label says. Doesn't matter what the critics say. The only judge he cared about was himself, because that liberated him to do whatever he wanted to do creatively. You can give yourself that kind of freedom by not giving a fuck. If you can take off your mask and get down to writing your real truth without a concern for what others will think, then you can probably get past your block. Then again, maybe you're not blocked at all. Anne Lamott in Bird by Bird writes, we have all been there and it feels like the end of the world. It's like a little chickadee being hit by an H-bomb. I love that image. Here's the thing, Lamott says. I no longer think of it as block. I think that is looking at the problem from the wrong angle. If your wife locks you out of the house, you don't have a problem with your door. The word block suggests that you are constipated or stuck when the truth is you're empty. This emptiness can destroy some writers. The problem is acceptance, which is something we're taught not to do. We're taught to improve uncomfortable situations, to change things, alleviate unpleasant feelings. But if you accept the reality that you have been given, that you are not in a productive, creative period, you free yourself to begin filling up again. Okay, that's our class for today. Thanks so much for listening to Free MFA. Please leave a review and tell the writers in your life about the show. And if you want to work with me on your book, email me at bookcoach@tore.com or go to my site. Torrebookcoach.com, and we can talk about working together to make your book great. And don't miss my other podcast, Torre Show, where I interview people about success. Thanks for listening to the free MFA. I'll see you later. I got to go write something.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do,